The professional interests and personal priorities of our hosts result in regular child development coupled with educational and brain learning conversations. Join in as Dr. Larry Mercer and Michelle Charles bring their expertise before the microphone as part of an ongoing dialogue between this father and daughter duo on Let's Build Their Brain. I know you've witnessed and taken part in many physical activities with the little man. You and Nana turned him on to bouncing. What, what are some of your favorites to watch? Well, I think I've said this before, but when we go to the playground, uh, the closer we get to the playground, the more his energy gets hyped up. And then when he hit that open field, he just burst into the playground and runs. He loves being outside. I love to see him play. Yeah, whether it's bouncing inside, tennis, boomerang, the walk to the park, racing, which he feels like he can always beat you at if you didn't realize that, <laughs> throwing a ball around. What what do you notice in all those activities with him? Well, I think he's a very, of course I'm biased because he's my grandson, but I think he's very gifted, very fast. In fact, quite frankly, I don't know if this is an indictment on me or not, but I, years ago, I could just kind of cruise I'm racing with him, and now I have to have to work it a little harder so he won't leave me in the desk. So, I mean, he, he really enjoys it. He's really developing that, that activity of parents are doing a lot with him. It's giving him confidence and strength. So I've noticed that I've got to, I've got to get in shape. I'm going to go to a gym and work out more. That's what I've noticed. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to hang with my five-year-old grandson. That's what I've noticed. Well, he definitely has that sense of confidence and enthusiasm. I know that. I know he gets worn out and uses up plenty of energy as well. And, and it makes me think back to a time before, though, when I think about this topic. If I'm recalling right, he was about two years old when we have, for me, a a classic and convicting phone in the pocket moment. Even when I think about it now, we were playing, but I was honestly not fully engaged and he noticed it. He wanted me to put my phone in the pocket because he wanted my undivided attention. Now he was only two and he knew what truly had my attention. He knew that phone was a distraction. Again, I'm, I'm a little more embarrassed than anything, but it, it, in all honesty, I mean, I was surprised he didn't want to play with the phone, but he wanted me to put it away so we could fully engage in the play. Well, that's one of the times I've noticed that he really does get totally engaged when he's outside on a playground, on a swing, on the little climbing things. I mean, everything else gets closed out. The world gets very, very small. He really enjoys that outside activity. And even in the midst of that, I think one thing I've noticed and one thing I've learned is it's not just about the playing. There's so much more in that moment. In that moment, he wanted me very present and engaged with him as well. But as I think about that sobering reminder for me, not just as a point to make sure we're present with our children, but also to lead into the discussion on the significance of play and physical activity, because there's so much more that goes on in those moments of play that we might think is frivolous play silliness Playing for a child is serious business. Well, somebody has said that play is their business. That for a child, play is their business because what's happening in those, those early years is, as we talked about many times, experience builds brain neurons. So what's happening in those early years of neuronal development, that play is stimulating that. It's quite interesting. There's a lot of research that talks about the cognitive benefits of play. When you want me to, I'll, I'll jump into that. We'll get into that in just a minute here. First, I wanted to talk about maybe the physical exercise benefits. I know those are huge for any person, any adult. 
the physical benefits of exercise, moments of play for the body, but also for the brain. What would be physical implications when it comes to exercise and play? Well, exercise increases blood flow to the brain. And that helps, you know, the more blood flow in the brain, what happens is it the brain kind of cleans out the, the trash and the toxins in the brain. And what researchers have about that play actually increases the white matter in the brain. And that helps facilitate connections between the brain parts of the brain as well. So play is really part of constructing the brain. It's wow. amazing. It's an amazing thing to understand that. So and when we think about play and physical exercise, I know we're focused on the brain, but also we there are so many other parts of the body with physical exercise that are helped and improved with that activity. I mean, I'm thinking honestly about bedtime. It helps with bedtime because they're tired out from all the physical exercise, but the countless benefits to play and physical exercise. In fact, one of the things that we know from research is kids who don't get physical exercise have a much greater propensity for things like diabetes and, and um, weight, weight gain and a lot of other issues. So yes, play stimulates the body, helps the child maintain overall physical health and wellness. It makes me think of, I know this isn't the direct connection to this conversation, but makes me think about in a conversation about being outside and enjoying the sunlight and the benefits that come with that. Outdoor play, indoor play, whatever it might be, can have significant benefits. In fact, I'll be candid with you. I, I, uh, I haven't noticed that I really need to step up my game because I'm a lot of times behind a desk, especially during the pandemic. So I'm really needing to get outside because I'm seeing the benefit of that for myself as well. Mm. Well, like in many episodes, what we talk about here specifically with the little ones in mind has implications beyond those little ones we know and love. Okay, so you talked about cognitive benefits as well. I know those are significant. I am remembering some information I saw about when learning is done in the context of play, there's a significant decrease in the number of repetitions that are needed for the child to fully grasp that. But as we think about play and cognitive benefits, can you give us some details about that when it comes to brain development? Well, the more you use um, neuronal pathways, the, the, the more the child is able to, um, that repetition submits it in the brain. And what the research says is play and helps with problem solving, helps with imagination and creativity, and it helps with the development of concentration. Also, believe it or not, play, play helps with language skills because oh. as they're playing, they have to be involved with their friends or they're doing imagined play or cooperative play. They help with language skills. Uh, play improves intelligence or thinking. Uh, play uh, is a major factor of helping a young child develop. So those are just some of the cognitive benefits of play. I think I mentioned problem solving. That's another part of the process of play as well. That is huge. Any other brain development implications before we get into our brain building blocks you'd like to share? I think that's, that's, that's what I would like to cover. Okay. So we're going to think about some practical and applicable ways to grow brains as we wrap up this time. Okay, you know, I like to start with a food. Since we've talked about the physical side as well as the mental side, what would be a great food to fuel the body and the mind? I would say eggs. Okay. Eggs are a great source of uh, protein and uh, that practice of something called choline, which helps with memory development. So uh, eggs are a good source. And I would think about whole grains. Whole grains provide a constant source of glucose. Remember we said in the past that the brain consumes 20% 
of the energy of the body consumes 20% of the glucose. So whole grains provides a continual source of, of glucose as a child consumes whole grains. Okay. A phrase when I was thinking about physical activities and play, I think we've talked about this probably before, but what about when your child is hesitant or maybe even discouraged about not being as successful as they desire with the sports or the physical activity? What's a phrase we could do to encourage them to continue to grow and develop? I think that, I think that one of the things that, um, the whole idea of practice makes perfect. The whole idea of it, the more you do it, the more you'll get better at it. Giving them a chance to understand that the growth is a process. They, they won't always be good at something at the first start, but if they continue to practice, they'll get better and better. I like what you do with food. Take, well, I think, what do you call it? A no thank, a no thank, a no you, thank bite. you bite. <laughs> I think in the same way, let's, let's, take, let's try this a few times before we give up on it. Let's see how it goes. As we practice, we'll get better and better as we go through the process. I never forget, as a young child, I wish somebody had pushed me. I, my first time I tried to learn how to play baseball, I missed hitting the ball when I swung. And guess what I did? I stopped trying to play baseball. And I, I gave up on it too soon. And, and, and now today, I, I regret the fact that somebody didn't tell me keep practicing and practicing and practicing. So I think it's important to make sure you encourage them not to give up at the first swing. Okay. Then for a fun activity, I was thinking about indoor can still be, a, indoors can be a great place for even physical activities. I mean, you could create an obstacle course in the middle of your living room, or you could take it to the backyard that requires your child to be attentive to the different types of movements they need to make in relationship to those objects around them. Any closing thoughts you have for us today? Well, this gets into some things we've talked about in other topics, but I think it's important to make sure that you set limits on things that are things like screen time, because that way you don't force them to get outside and do more play. Play with them. Get involved. Get engaged. Help them Help them see you play. Help them see you enjoy play. Provide active toys, toys that they can use that are active rather than passive. And, and choose activities that are developmentally appropriate. Choose things that they can do successfully so they help them build confidence. And then uh, make time in the schedule for exercise. Build it in. Build it into the schedule, just like you build in the time for food and sleep. Build in the time for play as well. All right. Great reminders and things to keep in mind. Well, join us next time for more information and brain building blocks. Please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Stay connected with Let's Build Their Brain via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Let's Build Their Brain Pod and on Twitter at Build Their Brain. Thank you for checking back with us each Monday for a new episode. We hope you leave each podcast with practical and applicable suggestions to aid your endeavor of building the brains of the ones you love. Until next time, let's build their brain. <laughs>